it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Okay, hope you're staying warm this evening. Looking around the NHL, third period, Sharks now up 3-0 on the Canadians. Hurricanes lead the Penguins 2-1. Bruins up 2-1 on Tampa Bay. Late second period, Philadelphia has a 2-1 edge on the Islanders. Early second period, Nashville and Anaheim are scoreless. End of the first now in Winnipeg. Jets only have four shots on goal, but they're up 1-0 against the Avalanche. Blake Wheeler gets his fifth, came on the power play. Panthers and Flames, Kachuk back in Calgary. They are just about to drop the puck in about an hour. It's the Canucks who can get the 500 with a win tonight. They're now 9-10-3 after that dreadful start. They take on the 9-11-3 Capitals. And Seattle, the tentacle team, doing great. They are 13-5-3. They visit the LA Kings. That one doesn't start until 8-30. World Cup earlier today, in case you missed it. United States over Iran, 1-0. England over Wales, 3-0. Netherlands over Qatar, 2-0. And Senegal beats Ecuador, 2-1. Canada plays Thursday morning. Oilers play tomorrow. Oilers play tomorrow at Chicago. Crazy game there earlier this year. Oilers scored in the last minute to win at 6-5. Face-off show at 6 o'clock. Game at 7-30. Right here on 6:30, Chad Mooner and Stoff on the call from United Center. Rob Brown and I will be here in the uh, 6:30, Chad Hockey Studio to uh, be part of the broadcast for that game. James Hamblin, NHL debut last night for the uh, Edmontonian, and he was uh, pretty thrilled to take part in a win. I was just super excited. I, I was jumping and screaming. I, I was basically a fan, just okay. loving it. So, uh, no, I was I was just super pumped up that we that we scored and then to win the game was just super special. All right, Hamblin, uh, very good in the American Hockey League for the last two-plus seasons. He was asked about the difference between the AHL and the NHL. What I found the biggest thing is just how hard everyone plays. Uh, guys maybe not aren't bigger, but uh, they just play a lot harder, and I think the puck moves pretty quick too. So uh, it's a bit of an adjustment for sure, but uh, I feel, uh, like I said, by the third period, I was feeling pretty comfortable. All right, so you got James Hamblin played for the Southside Athletic Club Bantam team from 2011 to 13. Stuart Skinner was in net, played for the Southside Athletic Club Bantam team, 2011 to 13. Also on the Oilers active roster, Tyler Benson played for the Southside Athletic Club Bantam team from 2011 to 2013. Three guys off the same Bantam team, all on the same NHL team, and it's in their hometown. That is amazing. And the gentleman who coached that Southside team, he's now the uh, coach and GM of the uh, Weiwei Sikapa Wolverines in the MJHL, is Taylor Harnett, who joins us tonight for some recollections. Taylor, welcome back to Inside Sports. How are you doing? Reed, I'm doing great. It's great to be back on the show. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing very well. I'm very happy to talk to you and been uh, thinking about you the last couple of days with the trio of players uh, 
on the Edmonton Oilers. Just before we maybe dive into some of the individual stories, uh, what does that mean to you? And, and I know they've they've been with the organization for for you know a few years now, but just to see them all on the roster at the same time. Well, I mean, I I I think you know with each individual um, player, their their opportunities uh, very emotional. Um, they. You know they're they're you know they've they've all got different qualities and and we shared some great memories you know almost a decade ago and and uh you know just following them throughout their their process and their journey to get to where they're at now it's just you know it's just been it's just been great to see and and of course with um you know with 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 james making his nhl debut last night and and i thought he was exceptional um you know, it just, it was just one more, you know, one more, uh, one more great thing to, to be proud of for that group, that team and that Southgate Lions that, you know, we had that was, um, you know, had a, had a very inspirational hockey season. Um, but, um, you know, I think, I think it's, it's been a wave of emotions each and every time I see any player that, that I've had, you know, the, the, the opportunity to coach do well in in life so yeah it's uh it's been really really good to see let's start with hamblin not drafted into the nhl and i mean for me flashing back to that the the teams you coached you know tyler got a lot of the attention tell me about uh james as a as a bantam player and his perseverance to to make it to the nhl <clears throat> Well, you know, I, I mean, it was a long time ago and obviously I've had an opportunity here to re reflect on, on those days. And, um, you know, I, I just remember, you know, I just remember James, he was, a, you know, he was a smaller player back then, but you know, I had a chance to watch him play when he was, when he was in Pee Wee, And, and of course at that level, you, you get a chance to watch some of those teams play, whether they're playing before you're practicing. And I, you know what, I heard his name as an up and comer and, and, um, you know, we had we had had a real successful season the year before when Tyler Benson and Stuart Skinner were on that team as well, and 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 um, you know we were fortunate to to get to the Western Bantam Championship gold medal game in in Stony Plain, and and we fell short. We we lost to a really good BC team, um, and you know they they had some some pretty big names on that team. Matthew Barzell was on that team, and and I remember having a conversation with. Um, you know, with with a few of the players that were were going to be returning, and they wanted to get an opportunity to get back in that game, and 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 of course it was going to be a you know a big mountain to climb, and and uh, you've always got to you know you've got to replace really good players with really good players if you want a, an opportunity to to get back to that, and that's not an easy not an easy um, goal. It's a pretty lofty goal, but we were fortunate. We were able to get back to that, um, you know, that scenario. And, 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 and James was a big part of that. Um, you know, he was the type of player that, that, uh, <clears throat> you know, and I think we're seeing it right now. He, he, you're not ever going to question his work ethic. You're not going to question his effort level. He, um, he brings it every game. Um, and, and I think something that was really evident with him, was you know he's you know his humility um he was always um a great teammate and and in order to be where he's at today he he would still have to have that quality you can't play at that level and not not be a humble person and 
you know, I, I remember in particular and, and, and James, um, you know, I had the good fortune of coaching James for three years. And, and I, and I, I remember particular one practice, I think it was at, um, Terwilliger arena and, and, you know, we, I think we had, we had had a, a contest. I can't remember what it was, but the, you know, the group of players that, that won, um, got to, you know, got to hit the showers and, and the other group had to stay on for, you know, for a period of time, I can't remember what it was, probably 10 or 15 minutes and, and do a conditioning drill. And, and I remember the group coming back on the ice that left the, the ice and, and they were led by James, James, James didn't want to have nothing to do with it. He wanted to skate with his teammates and uh, just the type of person that he is. And, and, uh, you know, we always had a smile on his face. He was a, a great captain. Um, and you know, he, he worked and earned every single opportunity that he had and that team that, that we um, were fortunate, you know, to to win that that championship. Um, you know, he was a big part of that. He was a first year player on that team, and and he logged some pretty big minutes in our playoff run, and and of course the the tournament itself. So I mean, and 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 he's a you know he's a typical you know you work hard and and you get results, and um, you know I think that that the Oilers fans are definitely uh, getting an opportunity to see that now. So. You know what? I there's there's a lot of stories. Obviously, we had some great times. We had a lot of fun um, on that team. Um, guys played some good pranks on each other, and and uh, you know, I, if, I I think the biggest memory I have with James is is that you know his his family was amazing, and uh, you know he was just a pleasure to to coach, and he was always willing to learn. Well, and it's certainly paying off for him now. I'll ask you about Skinner too, who has kind of. Uh, made a name for himself this year talking about you know reading about stoicism and not having an ego and things like that was he like that in bantam was he already going down that path 100 percent. you know i we had two great goaltenders both those years and in 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 berlin as well too who i believe is is um currently with the u of a golden bears and and they really fed off of each other um they uh they were great teammates. Uh, I never saw any, 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 any signs of any ego in that locker room. And, and, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I mentioned the word humility before, um, you know, that was, that was a big part of our success. I mean, we obviously had to have talent, but, you know, just the humility that we had in that locker room, you know, started at the top and worked, worked its way down. And, and, and obviously, um, you know, Stuart Skinner, was a huge part of us um, having success on both those teams. I think the biggest thing with with um, Stuart Skinner was just keeping him away from the granola bars. Yeah, <laughs> our trainer Jack used to bring in the granola bars, and and I, you know, I every once in a while dabbled and, and grabbed a few myself. I'm I'm not gonna lie, but um, but uh, yeah, Stewie liked to have a few of those himself before before every game. I found out later on in the season, I was wondering where they all went and. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, he he worked hard. I, you know, he was just um, just one of those guys that came to the rink with a smile on his face, fit in with the group, and you know, I was just kind of reminiscing with um, with Peter Anhold today with the Lethbridge Hurricanes, and we were talking about him, and and I think that you know, Stewie at an early age was 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 a sponge, and he was willing to to you know, to learn. And I, and I remember he had a goalie coach that would come out and, and you could really see that, that, you know, the two of them worked well together and, 
and he was always willing to get better. And I mean, I remember it started the first year we, we did a conditioning run around, you know, Strathcona uh, track and, 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 and Stewie didn't do so well. And then I remember walking back to the Southside arena and, and he said, you know, next year coach, I'm going to do a lot better in that. And, and, and of course, you know, the next year we did the same run and, and he was a lot better. So you could tell that he put the work in, he didn't forget it. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, ultimately that desire to, to be better every day is, has led to, you know, it's a big part of where he's at today. Well, incredible stuff. Uh, just, just quickly, Taylor, before I let you go, um, like if they're all in the same NHL game at the same time, uh, you gonna, how are you going to feel? Can you even imagine that? You know what? I, I wasn't even certain. Um, I, I didn't know if, 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 if Tyler was, was going to be playing yesterday and, and, uh, you know, I remember talking to, um, Josh Lee, uh, who, who was a part of our coaching staff back then and is, is with, with us right now. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be in the building and, and I'd really like to see something like that in person. Um, you know, I just, I think it's just amazing, but, but you know what, I think last night watching that game, knowing that, you know, Tyler Benson's a part of that organization and Stewart's in the net and, and, and James was on the ice and eventually they're, they're going to get an opportunity to play. Um, you know, I think that, uh, I think that it's, it's definitely going to be emotional, but I think the biggest thing for, for, you know, for anybody involved family and, you know, obviously anybody along the way who's had an opportunity to, you know, to, to, to meet these young men or be a part of their journey. Um, you know, just the fact that they're where they're at and they've, they've, uh, been able to accomplish, you know, NHL games is just a huge feat in itself. And, and, you know, with James, I mean, you know, a, a lot of people have talked about him, you know, being undrafted and, and, um, you know, but he's, you know, he's going to continue to work hard and, 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 you know, if, 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 if the opportunity is going to be there for him, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to make it hard for, you know, for, for the Oilers organization to, you know, he's going to force them to make tough decisions. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it, it happens in this, you know, it happens in, in the game. I mean, there's some irony there. I was talking to, um, you know, somebody about this yesterday and, you know, and even a guy like Vernon Fiddler who, you know, ironically enough played for the medicine at Tigers and was a captain there and, you know, and, and played for the Southside athletic club. And, you know, he's an Edmonton guy and, and, um, you know, got his, got his first taste in the, you know, in the East Coast Hockey League and 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 then did well in the American League and was fortunate to get called up and 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 it went, you know, it went from there. So, you know, with a guy like James, I mean, that path is 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 still is still um there for him and 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 just to you know, just to be able to see all of them at once is pretty amazing. And and uh I'm just, you know, I couldn't be happier and 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 just to be able to just to be able to, you know, talk about the three of them and and, and know that, um, you know, I was fortunate to, you know, to be a part of their, their journey along the way is just something that I'll cherish forever. Taylor, thanks for your perspective. Uh, great to catch up with you. Uh, I know you got a game tonight, so good luck with that. Let's talk again soon, man. Reed, thanks again for having me. Well, that is a guy who's a bit like a proud parent, Taylor Harnett, yeah. now working in the MJHL with the Weiwei Sikapo Wolverines and uh, what are we at, about uh, 10, 11 years ago, coaching the Bantam AAA team, Southside Athletic Club, Hamblin, Skinner, and Benson. 
were all on that team. They are now currently all on the Edmonton Oilers active roster. Now, they, they haven't all got into the same NHL game, but it, uh, it, it could happen. That is a remarkable story. That was really good perspective from Taylor. Back in a couple of minutes. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Oh, classic guitar intro, Edward Van Halen. He ain't talking about love. We're talking about booing. Yeah, we're not talking about love either. 780-496-0063. To boo or not to boo players who return with another team, and in everyday life, in what circumstances would you like to boo somebody? <laughs> Kellen, when you, when you that, that's your booing, I, I thought that was a, somebody was vacuuming in the background when you first turned that on. That's the boo bed. That's the, we the have boo a bed. boo bed. We have a boo bed. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, well, a few more text messages on that make subject sure, tonight. Make sure that you put a space between the second O and the second B. Otherwise, it'll look like another word. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll go to Annette on the text slide. She says, hi, Reed. Love listening to your show. The NHL needs antagonists like Matthew Tichuk to keep the game interesting and fun. Thank you from Annette. Uh, well, I, I would agree with that. And I think part of the fun is uh, booing rival players for some people. Uh, I mean, certainly he's going to be booed in Edmonton. Absolutely. Now, he, it turns out he was booed in Calgary the first time he touched the puck. But, yeah, there's, I mean, that's part of the fun of being a fan, right, is having a, a villain or someone you dislike on another team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Daryl texts in and says, refs should be booed always and forever <laughs> unless they fall down and cheered. That's from Daryl. <laughs> that and is Daryl. Yes, so it is written, so it shall always come Daryl summing it up. <laughs> Just boo the refs unless they fall down and make a fool of themselves. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I think there's a place for some healthy booing in, in pro sports. As long as it doesn't, you know, cross the line or become uh, vulgar or anything like that or turn into vulgar comments. But I, I thank you. Was, that was Daryl, you said? Uh, yeah, Th Darryl Thank you, Daryl, for re reminding us all, a sobering reminder, that uh, referees must be booed. In pro sports, minor sports, do not boo the referee, please. Remember that they're learning the game and not getting paid very, very much. Okay. Uh, that's fun. We'll try to get to a few more of those as we go along. Uh, we got a coach whose team is going to host nationals and an Olympic gold medalist is going to take a look at the uh, F Croatia comment by Herdman. 